Welcome to the Out What Now podcast, the show where we dig into the ups and downs of navigating the coming out journey as LGBTQ plus women while having as much fun as possible. I'm your host, Megan Pulvermacher, and while coming out was a big deal for me, it was really just the beginning of my story that's been filled with a lot of highs, lows, and everything in between many of which left me feeling like, okay, I thought I already did the hard part. I'm out. But what now? What do I do with all of these different things that are coming up for me? And now as a lifestyle and mindset coach, I help LGBTQ plus women a lot like yourself navigate this very journey by shifting their mindset, learning how to have more fun and growing in their authenticity so they can live more happy, confident and connected lives. None of us should have to walk this journey alone. And now that you're here, you'll never have to again. Whether you're thinking about coming out, have recently come out, or you've been out for years, know that you're welcome here, you're loved, and you're about to have a whole lot of fun creating an authentic life you're not only proud of, but excited about. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to it. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out What Now podcast. It is Monday morning, and it is not just the beginning of a brand new week, not just the beginning of a brand new month. It is the beginning of a brand new year. We have finally made it to 2021, and I personally couldn't be more excited to put 2020 behind us, although I do think there were a lot of opportunities for growth. Certainly that happened for me. I hope that happened for you. And it's giving me a lot of hope and excitement about what is to come in the new year. And what I'm doing for this year with these Monday episodes that are intended to be a little bit more of a quick hit, something to help you set an intention for the week, to have a focus, to get you feeling good, to get you feeling more happy, more confident, more connected to yourself and able to connect with the other people around you. And the way I want to do that is to bring in some different experts who I'm just going to pass the mic to, hand over the keys to the podcast car, and let them give you their message. I'm super, super excited to bring you a bunch of really awesome queer folks who are leaders in our community, who are just like you, who have overcome or are dealing with currently challenges that are very similar to ones you may be going through or have gone through or are feeling like might be coming up for you. And so they're going to be taking over the entire month. We're going to have different monthly themes. It's going to be awesome. And we are kicking off the year with none other than Kita Adams. And she is a friend of the show. So she had an episode. She's in episode eight. If you want to go back and listen from season one, she did an awesome episode there. She does a lot of great stuff on TikTok, Instagram, 
And she is a relationship coach specifically for queer women. And she, what she does is help queer women to attract their forever person, to avoid dating headaches, and to live more confidently. So whether you are single as a Pringle or you have been dating someone for a long time or if you're married, she has some great nuggets about all different stages of what your love life might look like. And she is going to kick off this episode. She's got three more coming. So if you don't get, uh, if you're not in the dating game, don't worry. There will be more things coming. But today she's giving you an overview of what 2021 is going to look like for dating and then five specific tips that you can do to crush your dating game in 2021 as queer women. If you want to follow along with her on Instagram, if you're not already, you can find her at Kita Adams Coaching. You can also get in touch with her and her website, which is kitaadams.com. She has a really, really cool um, online community space called Lesby Family, which is a community for queer women where she's in there doing different trainings, dropping videos, asking questions or answering questions. You get to ask the questions and really creating this cool queer space. So she has a lot of really great things going on. I know if you have any questions, her DMs are always open. So you can definitely check her out on the gram. And I think that's all I got. And from here, I will kick it over to Kita. Enjoy. All of my beautiful women who love women, my name is Kita Adams, and for those of you that don't know me, I am a relationship coach. I specifically work with queer women, and I am here to give you a preview of what you can expect in dating in 2021 and to you know give you some tips on how you can really take control of your dating and relationship life and to attract the love of your life in 2021. Now, for those of you that are thinking to yourself, man, there is no way that I'm dating in 2021. I need to get my life together. This is a crappy time to date. Um, I will tell you this is actually the perfect time to date and to get into a relationship or improve your relationship. Not that you need to do that, but if you're someone that's looking for that, this is the perfect time to really take control of your dating. And I am going to give you some tips on how you can do that. Now, as far as what you can expect in 2021, I think there will be um, like three different ranges of people that you may meet, right? Um, You're definitely going to meet those people that are not going to want to go out even when all of the quarantine and bans are lifted. They're not going to want to go out. They're going to still be really cautious. And so those may be the people that you only meet on dating apps. Um, You'll have those people on the completely different end of the spectrum that is like, no, let's go. I want to date. I've been locked up in quarantine. Um, I want to, you know, be connected with other people. Those are the people that are craving human connection. Those are the people whose love language is a physical touch and they literally physically just want to be around people. So the minute everything opens up, they're going to be the ones that are 
at the bars and the clubs and the restaurants and any other social activity that they can really go out to and um, and get into. And then you're going to meet those people that, that are in the middle. Um, they're probably going to be really cautious at first, um, probably going to take it slow. They're going to meet you online. Um, uh, it, once it transitions to maybe you guys meeting, they will take on um, maybe a social distance date at first um, and, you know, really utilizing maybe the isolation and quarantine and to make sure that you guys can meet. So you'll also get a range and mix of those people. They'll be cautious in the beginning, but then the more that you spend time with one another, the more that um, they'll open up and, you know, you'll eventually get to meet and be physical with one another. All right, let's jump right into it. I am going to give you five tips, five things that you can do in 2020 to take control of your dating and to attract the love of your life. Here we go. Tip number one, which I always advise people to do, is to discover who you are. Now, a lot of people want to tell you when you go out on a date and you meet people to... um uh, what's the term to, oh, just be yourself. Well, you have different layers of who you are. You have different layers of yourself that you have to consider when you go out and you're meeting people or you're meeting someone on a dating app. So it really is important to discover who you are. It really is important to look at you know, what is the best version of yourself? Um, um, what does it look like when I'm mad? What does it look like when I'm upset? Um, who am I out there looking for? What type of relationship do I want? Like, not in the sense of do I want to date around or do I want a committed relationship, but in the sense of um, how does it feel? What are the things that we are going to do? Do I want to talk to this person all the time, every day? Do we FaceTime every day if we're not able to see each other face-to-face? Um, what's a level of communication? How do I communicate? Like, so there's so many different things that you really need to discover about yourself, but two big ones that I always recommend. Um, number one is to look at your emotional home. Now, everyone has an emotional home that they live in, right? Whether this person is happy, whether they're sad, whether they're anxious, whether they're the funny person, that's their emotional home. That's the go-to. That's like when something happens, what's your first reaction? And I say that it's important to look at what your emotional home is because what will happen is, um, say like there's a person that's anxious all the time. That's their emotional home. That means if their partner does something or if they have just met somebody on a dating app and they send them a message and that person hasn't responded to them, they are going to be anxious about that other person, about the dating process. They may just retreat altogether because that's their emotional home. That's where they live. Um, that's what they base their decision off of. So it's important for you to understand what your emotional home is So when that comes up while in the process of dating, you'll know and be able to create and have a plan to get out of that. And it'll keep you from retaliating against another person, right? So what we do when we're inside of our emotional home is we blame other people. And so when you're aware of that, you know, if someone that you dated 
had a response and your immediate response is to be mad and upset about it, that's your emotional home. But what you see is blame for that other person. You'll say, oh, well, they said this and they made me mad. No, you made you mad and then you use the other person and the environment to go back to being mad or to find a reason to be mad. So it's important to really tap into that because you'll be triggered by something inside of dating and it may not be a big deal, but because you have a a particular type of emotional home, you'll stay there and you'll end up maybe, you know, getting rid of someone or not talking to someone um, or ending a dating talking phase, whatever you want to call it, simply because there's this home that you live in. And it's important to heal whatever it is inside of that emotional home. Um, Number two that I recommend is to understand and know what your requirements are. Um, A lot of people call these deal breakers. Um, I call them requirements because literally these are the things that you require in a relationship in order for it to work. Um, Sometimes the word deal breaker just, I don't know, I, I don't like it as much, but Um, this is, I would say, you know, you need to have somewhere between five to seven, maybe more requirements. These are the things that people break up over. These are the things people get divorced over. So it's like, you know, trust, um, authenticity. It is, um, communication. Now, when you talk about communication, what aspect of communication do you want? Um, when you talk about, um, are they financially secure? That may be like a big thing for you, may not be. The thing you have to remember with requirements is one, that they're traits and they're not traits, they're experiences. And two, you are the only one that will be able to determine if that requirement is met. So many times we want to, you know, enlist a friend or a family member to talk to you about things that we require and we know because it's like a gut feeling like you'll know that you maybe shouldn't trust this person or whatever the case may be um and it may seem really small and so we'll go out and find a friend or a family member to talk to you about and they'll say well that's not a big deal I don't think you should be upset about that but like you know you shouldn't ignore it so you know look at your requirements look at how you get to your requirements is look at the reasons why you've broken up with someone else right and so if you know that reason why you broke up with that person like really dive in deep into that and that would be part of your requirement so Tip number one is to discover who you are, figure out what your emotional home is and what your requirements are. Expand where you meet people. Um, I know we have like the online dating apps and dating scene, um, but I'm going to give you four different levels of what I call attraction venues that you can begin to look at. Um, As you level up, as you go from level one to level four, your um, opportunity increases to meet um, someone that's going to line up with your interests and your goals and who you're actually looking for. So level one, pretty generic. This is just going to be any type of public setting. So Target, Walmart, the grocery store, Whole Foods, like anywhere that that you're just out and about walking around in a public place. Now, you're probably more than likely not going to meet someone um, that you're just 
going to be attracted to and want to date in this area. But, you know, it's it's always fun to look, right? Um, level two is going to be any generic singles type of events so, or places. So bars, clubs, um, speed dating events are in these. Dating apps also relate um, into this particular level because um, the what you know is that or what we think we know, depending on the dating app, is that person's single, unless they're, like, looking for a unicorn. But level two is you know that those people inside of that uh, dating app is single, and they're looking to date. Now, level three and four are great. When you get to level three, your chances of meeting someone that you can have, like, really connected, meaningful relationships with drastically increases because this is what I call the birds of a feather uh, category. So this is where your interests and your goals lie. Um, again, if you like to work out, um, or so the gym would go into this particular places to level it up a little bit more. If you like to go to the gym, maybe take a class. Um, uh, this will also be like where run clubs are, where book clubs are. Um, these are the places where not only can you meet someone to be in a relationship with, but you can actually meet people that you can be friends with, right? And the best part about this particular um, level is when you meet friends, then they are now enrolled in helping you find someone to date. Like you'll be comfortable enough to like tell them like, hey, yes, I'm looking, right? And they'll be on the lookout and they're more likely to invite someone to that particular club or event or whatever it is that that, that particular interest that you guys are doing. They're more likely to invite someone that's going to enjoy that same thing and also single and also someone that, that you can connect with. So uh, really tap into this level three. Really look at your interests. I think we um, don't do that as much. Um, we a lot of us stay in level two and we should really stay in levels three and four when it comes to meeting someone that, you know, that's our ideal partner and that we want to stay in a relationship with. Level four is my favorite, but it also scares people because this is the level and category that I like to call, if you build it, they will come. So this is where like your hardcore passions really lie. Um, this is maybe like a religious or spiritual um, category, personal development. If you like to volunteer, this is where a lot of those interests and passions lie. And I call it the, if you build it, they will come because this is where you can tap into that particular interest. You can look at, well, what's missing? And then you can create that thing that's missing um, and create a community or a meetup group or some type of online thing um, or in-person thing if you, if you get comfortable with that once we, you know, start opening back up again and, you know, everyone's not in, in lockdown and quarantine. Um, but you can create that. And then now the pressure is taken off of you to go out and find somebody. What happens is, is you get to be the hub. 
So, you know, if you're at level four, then you also have friends that are in level three that are within that same interest and passion as you are. So then they now get to invite other people to your event and you look like this super cool person um, that does this event every week, every month, like whatever, right? And then outside people invite other people and so you become the hub. So it's less work for you in regards of like you having to actively go out and um, and uh, search for people. This is where like the people will come to you. So that's why I call it, if you build it, they will come. This is where people really meet like the love of their life and really make that connection because not only are your interests and passions the same, um, you are typically in your element. And so you're, you're confident and confidence is sexy and really great. And that's what people love. And so people will come to you. All right, so tip number three is a little bit more of something to look out for versus um, something to do, and that is to know that values are on display. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, 2020 was a lot of about, like, who you are, what do you support, are you Black Lives Matter, are you All Lives Matter, are you... Democratic or Republican, um, do you wear a mask or do you don't wear a mask? Do you want to get the vaccine or are you an anti-vaxxer? Like, there's so many things that, that came up in 2020 and we had to look at it. And so the values and and what you support, what you don't support um, is really on display. Like, I think it's like 48% of Gen Z and millennials consider themselves to be activists. Um, there's even this thing called um, advo-dating. They've named it. And that's where, like, like if, if I was to go to a protest, I would actually be advo-dating because I would be looking for someone else that was at that protest to date. And so um, the the days of no longer talking about politics and religion and those deep conversations are over. People want to know what you support and what you value. And like right now, I think because of 2020 and politics and all that, over 60% of people say that they won't date someone that has a different political view than than they do. Um, they call this dating inter dating within party or dating inter party, something like that. And um, so know that like if you don't know what your values are, like if you're kind of that person, well, that's like, oh, I don't really care. Um, you may have a hard time dating or you're going to have to find someone that also has that same level of like, I don't care because People really want to know. They want to know your values. They want to know who you support and what you support. They want to know if you're all for climate change and what you're doing for climate change and if you're donating to people and contributing to the world. And that is like full on. That's like the thing that people are looking for. Um, I would also recommend putting something like that in your dating profile. I think we, we want to leave things out like that, but... Because it's been like, oh, you shouldn't talk about those things for so long. But those days are over. People want to know. So it's important to be able to weed those people out early. So if you're on dating apps or on your Instagram or um, TikTok, then I would display those things uh, right away to avoid, 
you know, obsessing over someone that, you know, doesn't have your same political view or uh, don't have your same values. Um, there's a, a psychologist, I forget his name off the top of my head, but um, I did a TikTok video on this. So you can go to my TikTok and see it and get his name. But he says the surefire way to destroy a relationship is to have different values. And, um, I 100% believe that, um, I used to be in a relationship with someone that there was no way in the world if we were in the relationship right now, um, I would have been supported through like the Black Lives Matter, um, you know, what I dealt with seeing what happened to Breonna Taylor, but in the relationship that I'm in right now, I was able to cry and deal with that and people want that level of support. So put your values out there um, because you're going to be asked about it. And um, yeah, they're on display. So here's a heads up for that. All right, tip four is so exciting and I love this tip. So tip number four is to practice flirting every single day. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who it's with. Like we aren't used to flirting. We, a lot of us will say that, ah, crap, I don't know how to flirt. Um, I don't care how you do it, but make sure that you are practicing every day. It in an Uber, at the store, with a cashier, um, online work. And if that makes you feel uncomfortable, I want you to think about it like this. Think about flirting like communication plus sparks. All you're doing is talking, right? But then you may lower your voice. You may slow down a little bit. You may like smile a little bit more. Um, You know, either way, like find a way to take what you have and use it in your flirting game. Um, You might want to look up some flirting techniques. I I don't know, maybe I'll do a little segment on flirting because I know that that's a big, big uh, deal for a lot of people because they say they don't know how, but really it's like using what you have. Um, Also, a lot of it is body language. So if you're worried about saying the right things, a lot of times you don't even have to say the right things. You just have to position your body in a particular way. But it's important to... um, to practice this everywhere, to get comfortable, right? And to be able to determine when someone else is flirting with you, to be able to reciprocate that back. Now, for those of you that are scared about doing this all the time or saying that, well, what if they say no to me and you're afraid of being rejected? Look, that's the worst they can do is say no. Now, if someone goes as far as being rude, then you have to say, geez, thank you so much for that. Because again, that kept you from liking someone um, that was just a douchebag to you. So practice it all the time. It will come with some rejection. It's not personal. People are going to respond how they're going to respond. And a lot of times it has very little to do with you. So practice, practice, practice flirting every day. There you have it, folks. Keita Adams dropping the mic like she tends to do on your 2021 dating game. 
And one of the things I think is so cool about Kita's message is that you can really apply it no matter where you're at in the dating process or what your love life looks like. Even if you're working on just loving yourself more or building up your confidence to go out there and practice flirting, or you really want to improve a relationship that you've been in for a long time. She has a little bit of something, something for everyone. And I don't know, she inspires me every day to do better in my relationship, to think about the way I'm relating to myself, to other people around me, to folks in my family. There's all kinds of really awesome stuff you can take away from Kita's message. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. She will be back with us on Monday. And of course, we have another episode dropping on Thursday as well. If you want to follow along with Kita and all of the great stuff she's doing during the week, again, you can find her on both Instagram and TikTok at Kita Adams Coaching. And for this episode, if you had a major takeaway, something you really liked, something you thought that was awesome, Make sure you let us know on Instagram, tag Kita in your stories, tag Out What Now Podcast in your stories, and let us know how things are going, what you took away, what you enjoyed, and what you want to hear more of. We would love to connect with you on there. So that is all I have for you this morning. I hope you have the best week of your life, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would be so, so appreciative if you could take a couple of seconds and leave a five-star rating and review. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Leaving a review really helps other people to find the show, to hear the message, and to start living more happy, confident, and connected lives like hopefully you are as well. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard today, please share the episode with them, bring them into the community, and let's have some fun all together. If you're not following along on Instagram, you can find us at Out What Now Podcast, where you can also subscribe to the newsletter so you make sure you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. I hope you have the best week of your life, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Later! Later!